Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 318. This is Russ, and we are light a Jim Dietz this week. But I have Aaron Newworth and Daryl Taylor. Hey there. Hello. And next week, may may maybe the return of the of the long lost son of the podcast. I will say no more. Oh, this is when you play Return of the Mac. You just prepare, prepare the cakes. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So we'll just get right into it this week with no news. Um, I hope everybody listened to and enjoyed uh, the episode 317 we did, which was uh, Skybound X. That was that was a lot of fun uh, recording and talking about that little five-issue series that came out from uh, Image Comics and on uh, Rick Grimes' 2000. Um, it was a lot of fun to talk about. If not, give that a listen. Um, but, and we did cover quite a bit of news last week on that, too. So uh, not much going on this week to talk about news-wise. So we'll just get right into the episode. Season 11, the final the big season. premiere. The big the premiere. Begin, the beginning of the end. Oh, yes. The final Which season. Which will be like a, uh, over a year from now. <laughs> given yeah. how long this thing's going to stretch saying, out. Yeah. I didn't know this was a two-parter, either. But yeah. I didn't change the channel. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> if they call it a two-parter like if it's going to be a two-parter show us both parts on the same way i gotta wait like what difference yeah. does that make if they call it part two it's like yeah it's just the next episode thank you I, it's I not guess. like the walking dead hasn't had cliffhangers between episodes before i mean <laughs> yeah, part, you know what i mean no, like it just seemed two. odd <laughs> yeah do like, do it, a given that there's no competition from like it's not like we're we're in the double episode territory where we're you know doing the you know this show in fear or this show in beyond like just right. do a big like double episode two hour premiere and prom- uh, anyway whatever. it makes me wonder like if they're playing around with the release schedules of the different shows and yeah, it could like be. it just Maybe. i mean because this i mean it's all I, logically i get it like it's direct like both episodes directed by kevin dowling and they're both written by kang and jim barnes so like they're conceived as like one full story i suppose but mm. still it's like call it part one who cares at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but this is Asheron Part One, uh, and Good like title. we mentioned. Sorry, I just jumped in. I like the title because it's like I know what that is. It's like hell, or yeah. like an underground river <laughs> of pain. And I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Once we finally watch, I watch the episode. Like, all right, it's, cool. Yeah, yeah, fit the episode. That's for sure. Okay, um, so we'll get right into it. So th- this one had I, I, a long cold open. This is this is a fairly mm-hmm. long cold open. Um, did anyone else notice that it was like a really uh, obvious green screen shot, like at the very, very beginning of the episode when they're standing on the yeah. roof, like looking over? Oh yeah, yeah. with his wings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was very deliberate. Which yeah, didn't like necessarily bother For me, sure. but it's like, no, 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 yeah, no. yeah. Um, 
and the other thing is this episode was extremely well obviously the 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 main group not the not the commonwealth scenes but the main uh the main group it, it was very dark this was almost mm-hmm. like um game of thrones what was it the long the long night or whatever like dark uh level oh, of yeah. dark for me for sure um and i wasn't like dark, even like dark too obscured like you couldn't you had trouble yeah i had it. trouble making it out yeah did you watch it on like tv or like streaming no i so two things one normally when i watch it off the satellite broadcast it's mm-hmm. usually compressed to hell like it, it look everything oh. looks terrible so i i did watch it uh, I did stream it online today, and my monitor has is pretty bright. Like it has a very high white white level, and I had a real hard time uh, seeing kind of what you know, what was going on. So I watched it on Amazon Prime, the AMC Plus thing, um, on the big screen. So I watched it that way. Did it look all right? I didn't was see it most of it? I mean, it, it some parts I had to really you know, but look at it, but. For the most part, and I was it was sunny by the time I watched it. The <laughs> sun had actually come out, so it was bright in the room. Yeah, but I was I, watching. So I I watched it on AMC Plus on my 4K TV. I, I thought it. I mean, I'm not gonna say it was it was the spitting image of light, but I mean, yeah, it was it was yeah, like I had the 4K it was, TV too. It was so. it was dim, but not like like that Game of Thrones episode, which to be to clarify. Everybody in the world watching this thing streamed on HBO at the same time. No, that was that was half of yeah the problem because because I've heard not to digress, but I've heard if you actually watch the 4K version or the Blu-ray disc version, like that, it puts that whole episode in a completely new light. No pun intended. That Uh, it's it's much more uh, the there's much more clarity and um, you know with that. But yeah, I mean, obviously, when I watched that episode as it premiered that night, it was between the terrible compression and a billion people watching it yeah the the experience wasn't that great and like the the nature of that kind of thing is you know it's like a big epic final thing that requires a lot of special effects and it's not a movie it's hbo it's also right. not tv it's hbo but you just can't afford the kind of thing you can afford where you put go into a movie theater so yeah you that's how you do things in general with special effects you obscure yeah. them with with darkness and storms and stuff like that uh, that's a big digression. As far as this episode goes, like, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Like, especially in the subway, like, it's pretty grimy on purpose. I couldn't say I was having a difficult time reading it out, but I, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. It's, and it was mainly just it, the subway stuff. Even was okay. It was really just this initial, like, on. Oh, the you're route. saying you think this opening scene was dark? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I, I was really fine i guess i don't know <laughs> that was really that wasn't really getting getting to me yeah once we got past the cold open I, like it, mm-hmm. it it was i didn't have as much trouble it just anyway mm-hmm. again i think it speaks to more the way they do compression and things like that and and black levels and and stuff on uh on streaming than it does than it does let us know listeners let us know what we're thinking about this other's opening yeah I, i'm curious which i i'd i'd really like to see it Man, I really I don't buy these shows on disc or anything, but um, anyway, it just makes me want to see it. Like if they ever put like a 4K, a true 4K version out, even on streaming, to get a higher well, bit rate and better contrast yeah. to see if it well, far from the library. If it looks, it comes out. Give it a look. Do they do UHDs in the? Um, I don't know. Unless they they might stream it like on iTunes that way. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. but as far as 
you know, there's only been Blu-ray so far, but it's not like they haven't milked this franchise a lot, so I'm sure he'll get a re-release at some point. I mean, anyway, minor nitpick. Um, not that big of a deal. Um, so I will say this, this whole cold, cold open, I thought it was extremely well shot. I thought it was extremely well Mm -hmm. done. I Mm -hmm. liked just that this was like this covert thing they were trying to do. There was a lot of desperation in, you know, and later in the episode, it makes more sense as to why they were willing to go risk so much and go so far just for a bunch of MREs. Um, and, and, and it, it made the payoff worthwhile, but did anybody else have a whole issue with the sleeping zombie bit? Like what the I hell was going on with because that? Because I thought they were, pe- they even sound like they were snoring. So I, I <laughs> didn't catch that. Like I'd like, when did zombies sleep? We've seen, they- uh, I'll jump in. We've seen this before though. It's not, it's something that they haven't explored very often, but this isn't <laughs> they the name first it time something else. This. Yeah. They named them lurkers or something. Lurkers. Uh, yeah. Is what they call them. But even with that, I mean, no, they haven't done it often, but I, it still felt weird to see them because my first thought is, don't they smell you though? That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 That's That's my only thought. Like there was nothing, they didn't wipe any stuff on them when they went. So that's the only thing that I questioned was because you set the rules. Well, I, I get that. I mean, you set the rules for when there are walkers walking around, but this is them in this kind of like hibernation state. And my, my, I, I get that the show's not feeding you exposition as far as like what this mission is and how it works, but I do think uh, it gives you enough to be like, okay, they're in this kind of vegetative state where they're, you know, until something disturbs them, they're just kind of like stuck. Presumably, well, you know, we're thought, what, presumably, speak- presumably we're like 15 years into this apocalypse or whatever the hell, right? Yeah. And so, like, these are walkers that have been stuck in this specific base with no sign of exit for, you know, a long time to the point where they're not just walking. They're just kind of like frozen in place until something like, umber- you know, but didn't they talk about how they're like almost sentinels of senses where if you don't set off smell sound no i mean they've never said that i mean it's all well i mean they alluded to the smell like they're they're, the only thing they alerts them is your smell or or the sounds you make right that's what what when they're like fully active yeah when they're when they're roaming around sure okay so they go in sleeper mode is basically when they're when i assume they've been undisturbed for a long time and they just like i guess i keep walking in circles i guess that makes sense like if and again, okay. we ha- I, I, I can't call to this specific episode, but because I was reading this thing of Angela Kang about this episode, this mm. has we have seen this before. Interesting. Yeah, I watched the extras too, yeah. and I saw that she said that, and I was like, "Yeah, they, we have. I do remember it." But I it, and it was again a, a bit of an, a nitpick. I will admit. In it, it, either way, it it made know. for a really cool opening sequence. I mean, I, just, yeah, I just it, like that it's it something did. different. Yeah, it's like it, okay, how do you let's make a stealth mission, right? Change like that's something that's no, yeah. I just, did. I like the stealth mission. I it just it, you know, my head. I just I did the first thing I thought was as soon as they land, someone's gonna smell them, and then because because then you have that and then it's like why the roof why didn't they go through the front door like or or a window or doors you know, make a lot of noise true again yeah. i i it look cooler I, though coming that's, that's the other thing it's right about, like, i mean ultimately showing the style yeah. and showing them look working yes. as a sufficient team well it's it's like that was it like three seasons ago maybe when they're like invading dc in like the right. museum or whatever yes. the hell right and they have to do like a similar like Keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. Mission. Yeah, and then the no, I like and it. then and the trailer. Me, 
ran away. It had me on edge, you know, from the very beginning of the episode. So I did enjoy that whole yeah. sequence. Of, I, of, again, if I this also, was if this was not well done, I think these things would have really bugged me. And it, it, they didn't bug me; they were just things I noticed. And yeah. and as I yeah. was watching it, and then got through the sequence, I was like, "That was a badass open. Like that was really cool to just see them looking, working like this covert, you know, like black ops team or something that's you know yeah. repelling in and grabbing stuff and getting out. And then you know they, you know, of course they they get woken right. up and they're you know right. you bow you know and arrowing them. I, I only never the only thing that makes me laugh sometimes is like, okay, stop putting Carol in jeopardy because I already know. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Like they so. <laughs> For one thing, I like the logic where it's like, well, yeah, you only send the women in because they're lighter. So right. like that's that's why they're the because at first I was like, why is it just the, why are the guys? It's like, oh, wait, no, because they're bungeed. So they have to be lighter. So it's easier. Right. For them to do. That makes sense to me. And then I'm wondering, well, I'm thinking, well, I get this is a season opener. It's exciting. But it's like none of these characters are going to die. Like, all yeah, these characters you do. Have that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, every I, character that's on this mission is like a main cast member. I need, it's like, I need a, a red shirt. You need me. Give me one. Give me I one. thought you get one red shirt, but it's like no, yeah. everybody here is somebody I know to some no. degree. So no. it's like I get okay, you're refamiliarizing me with like the characters on this show. Fair right. enough. So I was and, not scared at to, by the time we got to the you know the wake up and then chasing. I wasn't really. It's not a lack of tension. It's just a lack. No, of, it was a lack of like, tension. It just knew well, they look, weren't logistically, die. my mind isn't thinking. Right. Oh, I hope Carol makes it out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not exactly. a concern. But, exactly. But. The one thing I is not even a nitpick, it's just more of stylistic choice. The fact that like Daryl Daryl of all people gets a cut in his arm and it has that extremely cheesy close up blood know. drop. It's like what are we watching Blade all of a sudden now? Yeah, and yeah. The blood hits. Yeah. And then I <laughs> thought someone was gonna catch the blood on Yeah, the, I was being like Mission Impossible. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, do it. I I almost I was saying, I dare you, do it. Like have some shit where the they catch the blood <laughs> and then somebody goes, whoo, and that's enough noise exactly. to wake them up. <laughs> exactly. That's what I wanted. That's what I was thinking. The, the rope thing bugged me. Like the rope that broke. I'm like, really? It's on this, you know, pulley system and the rope. Right. Is, it's like, what? Well, uh, oh, it's old. You know, everything's old. I well, guess so. But I don't know. I've, I've, yeah. I've dealt with some pretty old ass rope and uh, it's yeah. it's held up just fine. <laughs> Cool. As far as cool things go, uh, for one thing, Carol holding like a machine gun and blasting zombies yes. is never not welcome. Because of course Carol is going to find the one with the bullets in it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, d- like she's running in to get the last of the MREs, and Daryl's like got spotting her from the top, and he, th- he throws two knives. Yes, that yes. Have, like fifty yes. foot shots, like right into the knockers. Head. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know what? I'm so tired of the Daryl and Carol conflict that I'm so glad to watch them in sync again. Yeah. Because he didn't even question it. He just was like, I know where she's going. And he, I like how it followed his eyes, followed where she was looking. And he just knew to cover her as she did it. Yeah. And she grabbed his knives. He didn't like the yeah. show make time to remember that he threw his knives exactly. just to get them for him. Exactly. So he still has his signature knives. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Kni- the knives that killed Beta, as I call them. That's yes. right. The, no, the knives that blinded Beta. We'll put it that way. Well, blinded yeah. Beta. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, like I said, it, I thought it was a very well done. Great. I thought this episode, just in general, was very well directed. I, th- I thought I think, so too. From a direction standpoint, for like I have things about it, but like, and I like it overall. But yeah, it's from a direction standpoint, I think there's a lot of strong stuff here yeah. visually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then again, we get the contrast between what the main crew is doing, very dark, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we get under the subway tunnel, and then we go to the Commonwealth people, and everything's very yeah. bright and open, and right. and 
it's just this big contrast between these two part portions of the story. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I, there's a lot of things that worked in this episode. I, I really, I, I really dug it. Um, so then we get the we get the open. Um, I I will say that just seeing the standard um, you know scratchy animation open that we've had mm-hmm. for a few seasons now just feels a little. Um, stale and old compared to the stylistic stuff we get with. Uh, I thought they were going to switch it up a little bit. I, I did. I don't know why I thought that, but yeah, this is the last season at all. Yep. But yeah, so after the cold open, we, the, the, they get back to Alexandria, um, and again, we see this continued growth of Daryl's character, right? Like he comes mm-hmm. back and like dog, you know, runs up to him and he, you know, he, he, when he calls them, I was like, yeah, he's like, like hugging what? the dog. And then JJ and like, Judith come up and he's, you know, grabs like, hold what? of them. And yeah, he puts his arms out for the kids. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow. It's a real mascot for human kindness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He does. Wow. He does. He does embrace the dog first, though. So you know, of course, obviously, well, yeah. He's still yeah. Daryl. He's still yeah, Daryl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's still Daryl. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we th- then we get inside, and it's like the council or whatever, and we find that what that food was only enough to last for four or five days. I think they said wait, wait, it's it's a good call because because it, it's it's first it's them uh, they're trying to get food, and there's like a scuffle breaking out, and Gabriel breaks it up. He's like, hey, hey, there's food for everyone. Right. Cut to. One we week. ain't got no food. <laughs> One, yeah. it cut, it cut, cut straight to it. One week. One week. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good cut. I wish he had just said, we are screwed. Yeah. That's what I would have wished he had said. And again, on top be- of the, the Maggie, uh, uh, Negan uh, stare at each other. Yeah. Thing. Oh, a few of Ma- uh, Maggie's people come, too, from the from yes. Meridian. Yeah. I know. We got Roadblock in the house. <laughs> from G.I. Joe. Everybody knows. <laughs> What I'm talking about. Is it actually Roadblock from you? Yes, that's actually Roadblock. The big guy, Duncan? Yeah, he looks just like Roadblock. You like he just looks like Roadblock. Is he actually yeah. Roadblock? No, 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 he's not no. actually Like, Roadblock. is there some G.I. Joe I don't know about where there's a guy that this guy no. plays? Oh, that'd be The Rock, because he took over that. Yeah, I know. That's why I was wondering. like, is there an animated show I don't know about? <laughs> no, but the way that they show Maggie's people, they're G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, oh, I, I got, got the that. mask. The, the big guys. Guess, guess you really are. Now you say that. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's exactly what I was and, thinking. And well, and Maggie has the bow. Who had the bow? It was it Lady J. Is that who had the bow? Lady and, J had the bow. Had the bow. Yeah. This was all I thought was GI Joe when I saw them. That's hilarious. Look, this is the question we need to ask. We need to get on Twitter, and start throwing these questions out there. Is, is the Meridian Group inspired by GI Joe? Joe yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying. Yeah, that big guy Roadblock, Duncan with the arms, like this mother. This is this guy's big. <laughs> he looks at the kid. They like uh, what's that, little 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 Herschel. They like, yes. wrap his entire body around him. Yeah, yeah. He just says shoulders. That's funny. Yeah. That's I'm telling you, GI Joe. Come on. <laughs> you, you, once you mention the mask, I'm now convinced that this is all <laughs> yeah. The way they're standing, like all of them are like doing the, the cool poses as uh-huh. they're talking to Maggie. It's all there, man. It's all there. You're going to find like a redhead with the hidden with the with it's the, hunters, the, the, the other woman kind of had, you know, kind of had the hair a little bit. She could have been Lady J. So yeah, they need food. So they need food. <laughs> Things are getting getting bad. Um, and Maggie yeah. says, "Well, I know a place that has plenty of food and plenty of supplies and everything else." And it, it was a place called Meridian, which is where they were from. And 
essentially they were a, a group of them was led away from the from the settlement um and by the they heard a bunch of screaming and stuff and by the time they got back every, everybody that was left behind was slaughtered and you know they 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 were on the run so the play, their place was taken over um and but it so this kind of got me like mm. their plan is yeah but it's only a day away Way. it's a day away to get like if they're that close right. <laughs> yeah i know that close yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the kind of it's like that it's just like it's seen game of thrones it's like that tv logic like yeah you know it's a you know it's a raven's ride away like we can get there yeah like, this whole time like that like we haven't seen you for years you're just over there <laughs> okay thanks yeah game of thrones season one close. takes an entire season to go from one city to yeah. the other by season eight they're zipping and across halfway across the world three times in an episode um but yeah so there and maggie kind of tells the tale of oh well you know they had i forget how she exactly said it but basically they 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 attack at night they kind of do things in secret Mm -hmm. and at one point they captured one of them and she's like you know what that tells me there's not that many so maggie's like look if we got enough people and went back we could mm-hmm. we could overthrow them. We could take the place back because because they're very sneaky and okay. they're you know good at you know attacking at night and attacking when we're, we're not expecting it. But there clearly isn't you know a huge number of right. them. And if if we're and look smart at the names it. of the new guys: Duncan, Agatha, and Frost. If that's not code name, <laughs> Frost. I don't know what it is. Come on now. He's not gonna let it go, folks. Come on. So they're gonna gather a team. Um, to Special to go team. to go fight and get volunteers, yeah. and it's interesting. So, uh, Carol stays behind. Now, obviously, they need strong people to stay behind so that right. you know to protect protect Alexandria. But was it me or did you think like Daryl gave Carol a look when he volunteered and she didn't? Yes. I, I kind yes. of I kind of caught some tension. Yes, that's going to come back. That's going to come back. But again, I mean, I, I you do it. need strong people to stay behind to protect the city. Right. So yeah, you can't have them everywhere. And like, and plus, they probably need to give Carol some another, you know, something else that she's like, going to want to doing. Right. Well, they need to do that, and they also need to like they can't off balance the Maggie Egan stuff with Carol and Jill. yeah, that right, would right, balance right. it cause, yeah, cause and Aaron stayed behind too, so. I'm assuming yeah. what we'll get at some point is the episode of what happened in Alexandria while they were gone. Because Carol would block every time uh, Negan and uh, and and Maggie went at it. She would kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. That's another factor too. Yeah, because because Carol's she has a connection with Negan as far as their plan right. goes. It's it's for writing purposes more than anything. Right. Sure. Like, need her like the way the this dynamic is going, we we can't have this person here because that upsets the balance of who, exactly. needs to, who needs to have a confrontation with who. Yeah. Exactly. So they, they gather the team and they just, boom, they head out. Like there was yeah. no, mm-hmm. there was no milling around. Like they, nope. they just, you Yo, know, the next Joe. scene is them yeah. walking down the road and it is My notes pouring rain. Suicide mission. Yeah. <laughs> with the dog, man. The, yeah, dog went with. Um, all you need is a wolf. And G.I. Joe, they have a wolf. But yeah, that's true. The dog. <laughs> Same. It's all there. Um, but yeah, so then they decide that, okay, it's it's they can't stay above ground. Because it's like of, raining. 
Like it's like really it's, 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 like, yeah, it's storming. pouring coming down like thunderstorm, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. coming out of a tropical storm that just happened yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, it did. Um. So yeah, so they decide to go underground. Um. And then this is where the tension starts to ramp up between Negan and Maggie. And I will say, I mean, I'm not going to jump too far ahead, but just to Mm -hmm. say in general, I really liked what was going on between the two of them this episode, because I really thought they were going to try and play the whole Negan's going to show that he's really a different person and he's, (laughs) you know, going to endear himself to Maggie. And like, that's just how Negan's going to be. And it's like, nope. Uh um, we did Negan not go be Negan. Yeah, we, we'll get back to it. But I do think yeah. there's very specific reasons why, which I think make it more nuanced. But uh, I, I right, think it would have been the easy, lazy way out for them to just fall on that. It would have been lazy. So, so, so the fact that they didn't, I think, is is a, is is good. Um, Negan's like Zartan, and if he came to the Joes, yes, he wouldn't be nice. <laughs> True, he would still be an asshole. Does he? So he, he's in the tunnel. So he he he. Uh, he he turns. So Negan's there to begin with for because he's like familiar with the area. That's the whole like thing. Like that's well, that's their, what she says. That's, that's what their she line says, anyway. Yeah. That's their line right. about it. Like yeah, he knows right. DC, so he can get us around there. When, uh, and yeah. again, so he I was th- like what? I think initially it was probably that was probably some of it, but initially too it was probably he's he's still trying to prove himself, right? Like Negan. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Regardless yeah. of of you know. Negan being Negan, he still right. he's still I I still think there's a p- element of his character that feels like he needs to prove him that he's not the old Negan and he can be he can be trusted. Right, he does want to atone but still live at the same time. Yeah. Like he doesn't, you know, not doing he's not doing suicide missions. That's, he doesn't think it's a suicide mission until then. Yeah. So they go down in the tunnels and they're in this this subway tunnels. And they just hear this loud creaking, like there's this this loud creaking noise and like things don't sound right. And even Negan points out like, hey, you could see the water line and that, you know, is is still fresh, meaning this tunnel probably floods uh, yeah. frequently. He's not wrong in anything he says in the next no, no. 10, and 15 minutes. When, you know, he, when he first points out, uh, like saying like, we, we should wait. And Maggie's like, no, right. we're going. And he looks at, he looks at Daryl and says, hey, can I talk to you? He's like, well, we're buddies well, now. We're buddies that now. made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically like, shut your mouth. He, he puts the flashlight in his, his face and yeah. he's like, well, we're buddies well, now. Buddies. <laughs> he's right. like, shut your mouth. And at the same time, he's right. I think everybody gives him like a shoulder like hit too when they walk by him yeah. and stuff. And he's like, just a lot of they do. There's yeah. no one on this team that that's pro Negan. Yeah. He's, like, he's a real Rodney Dangerfield in this uh, this episode. Oh, yeah. no, no respect. No respect, I say. And he just has that sure. look on his face like, really? Come on. Like get, like I know I'm who I am, but still, yeah. like this is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so they they continue on, and then we cut to the Commonwealth. Well, I guess we're not in the Commonwealth, but in in a, a holding Whatever facility. And I so, like the fade. I like the fade that they do. Uh, it's it's a very simple choice. I just like the like how instead of like a you know if it was Star Wars, it'd be a star, it'd be a wipe. This yes, is just like yeah. we'll fade to black, yes. we fade back in. Meanwhile, here's this crew. The, I, so that, much better without commercials. I'll just say that. Yeah, it gets. Yeah, I, it gets. Yeah, it's funny because I was watching it, it even streaming. It seemed like half the time there was commercials during the breaks, and half the time there they, weren't. Um, it, 
Yeah. It just depends if they could sell the ad or not. Anyway, um, I I thought the the use of the fade out was very effective, not not just in but throughout the episode. I thought Mm -hmm. I thought it was very again. I I think this 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 episode was very well put together. I mean, just from a directing standpoint, I thought, but just from also yeah. from like editing and, and, and the, the way music it flowed. is really good in this. Like there, yeah. there's a lot it of like, especially, especially in the tunnels, there's a lot of like atmosphere yes. like, and moodiness. That's like communicated the score. Oh my God. Every time like Negan yeah. says something and the way the characters respond to him, it like ratchets up a little. Like it was, oh, it yeah. was really, I was really into it. And, and a question, what, what the, where's soul man been all this time? Was he, he Thomas Howell? Uh, yeah. I, I, I have in my notes. I literally have C. Thomas Howell question mark because yeah. I saw yes. him in the credits, and I'm like, yeah, he was in the credits. Yeah, yeah but he didn't show yeah. up. He's one of the um, one of the um, he's a like, hilltopper, right? He's a hilltopper. Yeah, yeah. I, we've seen him like once or twice, uh, but oh, he has wow, I forgot all about him. But he hasn't like yeah, he hasn't. I assume like whatever he has to do will be done like this season at some point. But he's just like you know also starring, so he's just. He's just on the list, but he's not necessarily in this episode. Maybe in the back, maybe in the background of a scene. Another episode, he'll go to college or something, right? <laughs> another ep- yeah, nice. another one. He'll he'll be with nice. one of the outsiders. <laughs> I did like to see that Cooper Andrews finally made like main cast. Like he was in the actual opening credits. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good for him. Mm-hmm. Jerry getting some respect. About time. Hopefully that isn't a portent of things to Uh-oh. come. Oh, that's right. That's true. <laughs> the final season. Right? I guess it is the final Not season. Jerry. So. Not Jerry. Not Jerry. Um. All right. So yeah. So we're at we're at the common Commonwealth. I, and again, I thought this was really uh, well done too. The the editing, um, yeah. where they're all getting questioned, uh, and mm-hmm. it's it's hilarious because. Eugene is literally answering these questions as honestly and specifically with as much possible detail as he can give down to like the zip plus four of where he's lived in what time period, which is hilarious. Um, And the rest of them are just like mostly true, but every so often they'll throw something in there. That's just like, it's more attitude. Exactly. Yeah. Eugene is, is yeah. I mean, he's, he wants to get through this and get on the other side and the rest of them are like, yeah, I about, I, I trust you about 60% and the other 40% exactly. I'm holding back. Ezekiel's just like, he's, he does not care. He is. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was an awesome scene where he turns the chair sideways. Um, he says he caught, he says Mercer's wearing a pumpkin colored spacesuit. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm a, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Mercer in the comics. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him on this show, and we will. But yeah, um, right. I, 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 I already having fun with Mercer. I see with this stuff. So. And he he has no f's to give. Like he's oh, just no. like not at all. Like oh, you think you got me figured out? Okay, sure. And yet they're guys. like. Either they're hiding it, or they can't put two and two together that he has cancer and he's dying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that cough didn't do it. Like, oh, yeah. I know they're waiting for him to bleed out of his nose or something. Well, I think they know it, right? Like, I mean, they when they ask know. him about the I've, goiter, he's like, "Oh no, it's there. I've, I've had it since I was a kid. I've had this abnormally large, giant, yeah, this, this thing. This, on my yeah, yeah this softball time. growing out of my neck. That's one of the things that all older black men have, and it's completely fine. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, sure, sure. Uh, Jim Deeds, are you there? I am here. Hello. Oh. Hey. I'm sorry I was late. I had some uh, pressing business to take care of. Don't apologize, man. I'm glad everything's okay. 
Yeah, it's been a challenging week or so for me. Sounds like Understandable. it. Understandable. I'm glad to hear you all are doing well. Yeah. Glad to hear you're doing well. Yes, I'm alive. I'm well, not, uh, yes. Well, I'm not wrapped in plastic and left in a subway somewhere. Well, that's, it's a good thing you mentioned that, because that's the yeah, pressing business we're dealing with right now. We've, <laughs> we've, we've just gotten to, uh, you know, the first Commonwealth segment of the show, which is going to lead us back to exactly that mass grave. That's where we're going. Right, right. right. I, I want the Mercer action figure. I love that orange uh, Stormtrooper armor that he's yeah. got. That's pretty, pretty sharp. Yeah. That'll be fun for the games. Yes. Yeah. Get the Mercer skin unlocked on Walking Dead Mobile. <laughs> They'll put him in Fortnite. Well, I mean, they, had the, they had the Negan skin in uh, Mortal Kombat, didn't they? One of the yes. fighting games that Negan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Now they'll put him in Fortnite. They'll put Mercer in Fortnite. Just wait. Sure. The whole metaverse thing is very hot right now. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're. Um. So they get they get past all that. They're back, kind of in the holding area. Um. <laughs> oh my God, Starfleet! <laughs> Jim, Jim, by the way, Daryl has posited this, and I'm very much a champion of it. Now, yes. all of Maggie's people seem to be from GI Joe. Like that seems to be the case here. Like they all seem to be one to one translations for various GI Joe characters. <laughs> Daryl's made a very compelling argument in yes. favor so of this. Who's Egan then? No, no, no. In, in Maggie's, Maggie, people. Maggie's crew, Maggie's. Marine. Oh, okay. Okay, they're, they're, they're GI Joes. We got Snake they're Eyes. Road, road we got Roadblock. Uh huh. And then, and okay. then Maggie with the yeah. bow is Lady J. Yeah, nice. Okay, okay. And nice. dog, dog is so the got wolf. The dog. Right? Yeah, we got yeah. Yeah, and even even Negan, he's like Zartan or something, right? Because <laughs> he was the head of the uh, the Dreadnoughts. Yeah, who was the master of disguise? <laughs> Destro, right? Yes. Well, well, Ross, Mark just, it was Zartan, actually, was the man. I, I was never really into G.I. Joe, so you gotta school me. He was that action figure that, like, changed color. If you left him in the sun. In the sun, yeah. But not too long, because then he would melt. Yes. And he did. <laughs> he did. And he did. Um. Yeah, so they're, they're back getting questioned at the facility, and... Um, there's there's some folks like in the in the containment area next to them, and Princess is like, "Hey, how long have you guys been here?" And the one guy's like, "What do you say, four months?" And the and the lady, I guess his wife or or whoever he's with, is like, "It's been nine months." And he's like, nine months, really? Like it's oh, wow. it's been nine months." And hmm. so then they're just like, because they're thinking, "Oh, okay, well, fine." Like they talked about reprocessing. We'll yeah, just get through this whole thing. Yeah, no big deal. And there's people been in there nine months, and then of course uh, there's a guy sitting at the table and. Um, some of the Commonwealth uh, stormtroopers come in and pick him up to carry him away, and you know he's like screaming about reprocessing. And so, you know, they're trying to talk to Eugene and saying, "Look, we got to get out of here." <laughs> and Eugene's like, "No, no, no. You know, I, I you know, we we got to stay. We got to stay." Right. And then after they Aaron, drag that, so, hold on a second. Wait a second. Doesn't he seem unnaturally hung up on this girl? Yes. Like so well, this whole but thing, it is like, Eugene. He's getting interrogated. Oh. It's like I get it, but like. Even when he's getting interrogated, that's all he talks about is, is, is this, you know, theoretical girl, you know, that, that lured him in or whatever. He does well, make he's the just a boy, love with girl. He does boy make a love, case though when he's sitting there that he's like, "Look, we are desperate back at at uh, Alexandria. Like that we have too. no food. Like right. shit's falling apart. Like we're in dire straits." And these, he yeah. really believes. You know, part of it is the girl, but part of it is he he really thinks these people can help him because Alexandria like he, they is... They can have it all. Yeah. In dire straits, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but then after that guy gets drug out of there and he's, you know, they realize he's been there, Maybe you know, not. nine months. He's, he's like, okay, we got to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, that's the end of, of the first segment there. Um, and then we go back to the tunnel crew uh, and they find a ton of bodies in plastic bags. Oof, and man. the, the thinking there from most of them is that, well, the, the, this is just where they must've put everybody, um, you know, when, when everything fell and, you know, some of them are still, you know, not, you know, quote unquote, not fully dead. Um, some of them had their throat slashed so they couldn't make any noise. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Uh, that was creepy. And mm-hmm. so Negan's like, are you sure that all these people were killed during the fall? And, um, again, he's trying to logically think this out and, you know, uh, d- d- give everybody pause. And I, I think Daryl th- thinks that Negan's right, but yes, he does. He also is not going to go against, he knows what a terrible piece of crap that Negan is. Yeah. And he is not going to give him the satisfaction of being right. Even if he believes he is. And the last oh, time, the last time he did, you know, like he doesn't want to go against a friend because you know probably he still doesn't forgive himself for for Rick. Yeah. All right. Rick and, and for yeah. and for um for Glenn and, and for Glenn because right. yeah, he wasn't yeah. he was he did like he he riled Negan up to the point of killing Abraham yeah. and Glenn at that yeah. point. So that's yeah. there's part of that is like there's a lot of so him trying to you know keep Maggie satisfied. Like I I I'm. Right. Obviously, Daryl would know what what situation seems hinky, and yeah, going into a darkened tunnel full of a mass grave during a storm that you know that could easily flood the tunnel. Like all of these are red flags that he should know better. But he also, you know, he's like, well, she's motivated to get this thing done, and it's like, all right, we gotta we gotta get this going. Daryl's also smart enough. I think it's less about him like not trusting Negan. I think he's smart enough to know that Negan knows what he's saying, and yeah. he's. He's been reliable with them for going on a good couple of years now. It's not like it's just new that Negan no. is doing the right thing. No. So like he, he gets this, but yeah, but, I mean, considering the situation, I think he'd be very hesitant to go against Maggie on anything. Yeah, yeah that's especially right. something that's the overriding, especially thought. something dealing with uh, Negan. You know, yes, right. especially in that. So, but one of the things I thought of I, as as they were walking through, I was like, wouldn't the smell down there be just? overpowering between the flooding yes. and the thousands <laughs> yes. of dead bodies. I'm no, like, it'd be, man, it'd be the worst thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. You should have smelled them. as soon as you got down the steps. Yeah. yeah no, that, that's, that's like, bodies. you know, like we're on Mars, but we got to walk regular because it costs too much to add a little right. bit of gravity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of got to go with it. <laughs> I guess you just tell yourself everybody stinks so bad. Yes. Now in this world, that it's just, you know, I, yeah. I, again, yeah. I, I, it didn't take me out of it. I just thought it was funny. I was like, "Man, wouldn't the snow right. be just like?" Oh, yeah, they're just, God, they're just so used bad. to it. That's the thing. Well, it's like it's like yeah. medieval times where those times would always. They, I guarantee you, medieval times would be the worst smelling thing possible because you're walking yeah. in mud and shit all, all, all <laughs> yes. yeah. That's all what the to be fair. Is, uh, earlier, earlier in the episode, all those baking army uh, zombies in the sun couldn't have been a real picnic to smell either. Yeah, yeah no you shouldn't be able to smell anything. After <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's the real. Uh, 
uh, tragedy of the zombie apocalypse is everybody yeah. has just seared their their nostrils so they don't have They're to done. smell anything. They, no they all they all they all black widowed themselves. They all exactly. their noses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so they can't smell anymore. Yeah. All have that look. Yeah. That should be that should be the effect. Everyone has a like a fake nose makeup going on. So yes. all, they're all everybody has crooked noses in this universe because like that's they how we hear people. That's how we get by now. We just don't smell yeah. anymore. They have a yeah. room and you just hear people just begging and you know their face right against the the desk. <laughs> it's like that. But we get the big brute walker. Which have we seen one of these like big bloater type of like like um. Uh, video game, you know, type of yeah. Unless um, there was boss. a Walking Dead skin and Left for Dead, no, I don't think we've seen a. Well, not, not so. since not since the well in season yeah. two. Yeah, I was going to say that floated a corpse in the well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just kept thinking looked, of State of Decay. Like you get those big, yes. those big bloaters in State of Decay, and he looked good too. The way his face, and the, yeah, and, the, and like that was a good, that was a good fat zombie. Yeah, yeah. It had like the big like pustule on the like his shoulder yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. Like um, I, I thought the head was going to slide off at one point, just given how he I was thought. like holding him. Or I thought it was just going to pop like a like like a nasty zit or something. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, <You're> nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, again, it was attacking the kid. Negan goes up. It was kind of awesome because Negan's struggling, struggling, struggling. Yeah, He's no able to kill, to finally yeah. kill this thing, and he yeah. turns around, and everyone is just staring at. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody lifted a finger. Which to adds him. to what's going to happen later on, where it does yeah. make sense when he reacts to what he does. Yeah. Um. Does he give the big speech here? He gives the big speech here. Yeah. Yeah. This speech was so happening. yeah, Daryl says, you know, hey, he's because Negan's like he almost killed that kid, and Daryl's like, you don't care about that kid, you know, uh, and he's like, I don't care about that kid. He goes, you know who doesn't care about that kid is Maggie. Maggie doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't care about that kid, <laughs> and he's giving a speech, and it's so funny because it's like, wow, yeah. Negan is the actual voice of reason in this whole yeah. thing. Like he That's is the crazy. one making sense. Wait, um, and he, but the 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 thing is, like, yeah, he says a lot. Everything that he says makes sense, but. The writing is good enough in this episode, and I'm happy to praise good writing in this show when they actually delivers on that for me. That Maggie's sure. side of the argument is also very good. Yeah. It yes. doesn't make her right necessarily, but in terms of like the necessity of needing to do what they need to do, as well as how she relays her emotional standpoint regarding having this guy around, yeah. I bought into it. Yes. I was very happy to see that like reflect well as far as getting you two sides. They are, they are in such a crap storm. Uh, of a situation where everybody's point of view makes sense. And then Negan's like, look, I'm not, I'm not going on like this. This is a, this is a death March. She's only has me. He's, he's like, well, you're only here, you know, because you know the area. And he's like, what? Nobody even knows how to read a goddamn map. Like, <laughs> like why? He's like, no, she brought me here to die. She brought me along to get me just away from everybody and in a situation where she's just going to kill me and and all that. And she, he's like, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to do it. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to die on her terms. Yeah. Yeah. If you you want to kill me. um. And then he mentions he says something about Glenn. I forget what the exact thing he says, but he mentions Glenn, and then Daryl just hauls off and just oh, so slugs quick. him. It's not even a he didn't even get to finish Glenn. So this is what I read about. I don't know if you guys read this one, but I, I was reading this. It was like a post episode thing with Angela Kang from mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly. 
Uh, or, or no, no, that, that was a different article. It was another thing I read with, with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He did not want to say the Glenn line. That was not a thing that he wanted to do. Mm. Uh, he They tried it like different ways. He said different things, and then they gave it Glenn one a shot, and then sure enough, that's the one that they left in the edit. Because uh, he, he realized, like, there's no... Like, nothing about me saying Glenn is going to be good. And Negan is, and rightfully, he's correct. Ne- Negan is smart enough to know that saying Glenn's name is not going to help him in this situation. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Like, anybody that even had some kind of sympathy for him, they would lose that instantly if he mentions the person that he killed. So, it's, yeah. it's but a choice. He, he, but it, this... It's a choice that I, I get what the ep- – it's more the episode needs this to happen more than Negan needs right. to do. But I think yes. he was de- – I mean, you can look at the character saying he's desperate enough to say – Yes. Like it's the elephant is in the room. It's already in the room. Yes. I did that to that guy. Like I am I am you can all hate me. I am the worst piece of crap. All of that. But that doesn't negate what I'm saying. That's the that's the strength of Jeffrey Dean Morgan as an actor to sell yeah. the line that way. Which yeah. Yeah. again like and we're in a good spot right now with Walking Dead, like most of these characters I very much tolerate, let alone like. But I, I think we've established that Negan's like one of the best characters on the show right now, which is not something I thought would be coming. Yeah, uh, you know, in earlier seasons. Well, because he goes, he goes a little bit into Negan mode here, right? He like does, this is he's not you know, over being Negan, no. but not like not crazy hyperbolic. Like right. I'm going to rhyme and swear, Negan. This is this right. is like I, I'm going to assert myself because I'm not a pushover and I'm not somebody that's just going to let. Everybody walk over me. This is where uh, when I was I was talking earlier, I was pleasantly surprised with how this went, because, again, I I really thought for the most part they were kind of setting Negan up to be very meek when it came to Maggie and him having to go out of his way to prove that he's not the same guy that killed her husband and he's not the same guy that 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 killed you know all those people and w- was the person he was and that he's just going to sheepishly kind of go along so the fact that he kind of got to a point and then pushed back and and cuz he's irritated by her like it's, yes. like I like it too I like that he's like no, I'm not. I'm not all of a sudden going to be a good guy. Well, he's like, irritated no. by the scenario they're pushed in, right? Like it's, it's right. The, no, he the, is irritated by her because everyone else kind of, okay, even though they hate him, they know the things he's done. They've seen what he did to help to 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 help them with that war, right? They can kind of push down the hate for him because he didn't kill somebody that for the most part, didn't kill somebody that they they loved like she did. She's the reminder to everyone, not just him, but to everybody in the group. She keeps bringing that up. Like, so there's nothing he can say in this group. Like, every time he sees her, mm-hmm. she gives him that look, and everybody responds in kind because they don't want to offend Maggie. So he's almost irritated by her now. Like, you well, came he's... back. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was just going to say, it's like the ultimate call-out for, for her to bring him along on this, right? Yeah. Like he says, yeah. he's like, he feels like he's in the crosshairs. Yeah. He brought is brought out so she would have an excuse at some point to kill him, right? And I think even Angela Kang, when I listened to the epis- the uh, extra, she said it too. Like, in a, like Negan is annoyed by Maggie. Like, she, he, he's not that good of a person that he's like... I feel he might a part of him might feel a little bad that it happened that way, but he because he got off on killing people like that. But still, he is annoyed that he is put in this position every time she's there. 
I can buy into that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's, yeah. it's based around, like, circumstance and everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and then Ma- Maggie kind of has a rebuttal, right? Like, Maggie's <laughs> like, look, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to tell you that, you know, part of me doesn't, you know, doesn't want to do exactly what you said. But, right. you know, I'm not the same person that left six years ago. And she's, you know, basically says, like, the 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 part of me that was here from before I left is the only thing keeping me from from just killing you outright. I love that. And, line. and the more time goes by, I, I'm a, I feel like I'm losing that, that part of it. And so yeah. again, you know, easy to just be like, ignore it or whatever, but no, she confronts it head on and is like, no, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, you're right. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, and no the first opportunity like, I would kill you. Yeah. And no one in that, in that group is going to be like, Oh Maggie, you have to let it go. Oh hell no. Nobody's no. going to say that to her. No, clearly. I mean, when, no, and they didn't lift a finger to help him, you know, with the exactly with the, with the bloated walker. Then I would it. like to say though, are they? Um, I'm really appreciating that they're dealing with it right away. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, rather than like dragging it out over mm-hmm. how many ever many episodes and uh, yes, you know, you know, you know, just having them give each other dirty looks for three or four episodes and probably <laughs> having it out. You know, well, yeah, that's that was our issue. That was one of my issues, at least, with the. The, the section the third section of the season 10 with those bonus mm-hmm. episodes where like it yeah, yeah. the idea that this would be a thing and again i get that those are made after the fact and they already had a plan in place so it's kind of like here's some filler stuff but that's a that's a big tease to give you yeah. the kind of thing that you really do want to see given everything that's happening right now and just not deliver on it that's it if you, i guess if you binge this show the last thing you saw before this was the whole Negan episode. So you're right. in a good you're from that, and that was like the best episode. So it was. If if so if you're you're in a good spot here yeah. to be like, all right, well now we can see kind of the results of all of this. Yep. All right, so we cut back to the Commonwealth crew, and uh, and we see that um, it's hilarious. Princess is acting like she's in the middle of a sitcom, right? Like yeah. she's, she's watching everything going on and she she's must so have happy to be around people too. Yeah. She must have a uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. She's got like total recall, right? Like I, I, oh, yeah. didactic mm-hmm. memory or whatever you call mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. um, she, she doesn't forget anything. So she's nope. literally, literally listen. And on top of that, she's very intuitive. So she's listening right. to all these conversations. She's memorizing everybody's names. She's studying their patterns. Like, Oh, Hey, you know, those two are, are getting it on. And, and the other, the others are just like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, you know, when this one goes, you know, on, on break every six hours. And then three minutes later, this other one goes, and then they're gone for like an hour. And then they both come back and, you know, it's in, you know, just kind of seeing everything, and and then she goes, yeah, and it probably the the it probably the most most of the time is probably spent with them taking their taking their uniforms off. Yeah, Yumiko has almost like a mother when a child sees something you don't mm-hmm. and says it, and you go, oh, like you mean so, princess? When she says the princess, when Yumiko says the you're like, what did you see? Like, how did you see that? Like, she almost became a mother. Oh yeah, yeah. The way she that conversation because it reminds me of how a child can see something and you totally are in the middle of thinking about twenty million other things, but the kid is not. They're not. They don't have all that stuff in their head, and they could just see and and figure it out. I got. I got to say, I have nothing against the actress Eleanor Matsuura who's playing Yumiko. I feel like the show wants me to feel a lot more for this dynamic than I have in mind and i think that's a i think a big reason is because they wanted a different character to have be here 
Michonne and they can't have her. And this is like yeah. the next step. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially yeah. given what we sure. learn about Yumiko, that yes. he's yeah. a lawyer oh, and yeah. that we're going to discover sure. she has a, a relative that's also in this place. Like, this should have been Michonne. And I feel like that. Yeah, because Yumiko that, was never a mother figure to anybody. And it, it just, it feels so, like we're yeah. kind of like, well, we need somebody here because, you right. know, because of, of, of <laughs> Avengers and games. Um, right. um, Denai Guerrero. Denai Guerrero needed to leave, so we need to build somebody else. What other female character can we... I guess Yumiko, but it's like, I don't think the show's done enough work to get me to care. Like, I care about Ezekiel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I care about Eugene. And, like, Princess, obviously, is a new character, but, like, she's... Right. The, the nature of her, you know, suggests that you need to be invested just in that, and it's working. But, again, she's not doing a bad job. It's just, like, the show no, hasn't given me a lot. Like, that like that one episode with her, with, with Princess, and it's focused on how much she cares about Yumiko, and it's like, yeah. I don't care that much about Yumiko. Like, she just <laughs> met her. Like, no, because she's like, written oh, so subdued and quiet, you know, like, quiet, subdued. And, and, and they really uh, haven't done a whole lot to give her a lot of depth. You no, know what I mean? There's not, no, a, there's not a foundation there to build the character on for us to care about. And, no. and because of that, it's kind of a, like you said, Aaron, it seems like a lightweight attachment to Yumiko because, you know, as a, as a stand-in for Michonne. I will say, though, I'm no psychiatrist or anything, but I definitely feel like Princess has ADHD. Oh, oh yeah. sure. Because oh, sure. that's, I, mean, sure. I, I know that um, I, you know, ADHD people are they they are hyper aware, they're mm-hmm. hyper observant, they remember a lot of details, yeah. things like that. And I really I, I noticed that because I mean it's something I deal with and my daughter also has. So uh, that's what I mean, along with the other things that she has going on in her scrambled noggin. Um, yeah, beyond like the isolation, being like the kind mm-hmm. of outgoing person that she already seems to be, and like then like suffering from being you know alone for years at a time yeah, to be isolated right. so long that's gonna have like, that's gonna have an effect yeah. so yeah adhd or possibly even on the spectrum to some degree mm-hmm, like right. and and you know for, i mean that's par for the course of the show which has always been very you know diversive as far as the kinds of people that they're putting on here oh, or what sure. they want to present or whatever yeah she's so happy to just be around people it made sense <laughs> yeah it's yeah weird, you know but yeah i the um I just wanted to, that the Yumiko thing. I just wanted to call it. This is like I, I, I I'm trying to that think. Of, what do I? What do I know much. about her? Like, yeah, she, was... had, she had a girlfriend that's still at the camp, and that, that yeah. and she like she could with a bow and arrow. I guess. Like that's it. I can't think of much else to. Well, describe. that was like the closest where that moment was funny to me. The 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 way she reacted, not because of Yumiko herself, but just because uh, she talked to her like what, like almost saying, "Honey, what did you see?" Could you like tell me again? And yeah, I know, telling yeah, her the whole, the whole thing. But this also leads to a jump cut that I don't quite get. They, they, uh, they thank you. They, they say <laughs> right. It seems like there's a lot of leap in logic as far as so guard. Like for what they they're in a locked cage, right? That's, I'm not wrong uh, about this. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's also has other that has other guards there, right? right. Yes, not like six people standing around. But because right. two of them leave every now and then, they just like automatically escaped and got their armor. Like, what do they all yeah, raise I their hand like and I say I they had to go to the something. bathroom or what? I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I felt like I missed a scene or something. It was like a big shortcut to be like, yeah. we have to, we have to make a lot of guesses as far as what led to this. Like, yeah, Russ, you said like, yeah, they, they all had to go to the bathroom at the same time or something, and they just jumped these other guys and got away. Like, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I get the concept. You know, they set it up to say, oh, hey, these two people take off their their uniform while they're getting it on. And so 
<clears throat> I mean, this is this is I pulled it. I was like, yeah, they pulled the Star Wars trick, right? You know, it's like you know Han and Luke jump two stormtroopers and steal their yeah, gear. Except we see them jump two stormtroopers. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Where this feels like one X plus one equals two. It's like, wait, what does X stand for again? Like, yeah. I don't like what's. Yeah, how do they go it from a locked like miss- environment yeah, to? Seems like they're missing a scene or something. Yeah. 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 Or but or they if they out. would have been more clear that they have. Not free roam, you know, like they can't just free roam, but there are other areas that they're like maybe that like that they weren't in a literally caged in environment if they were just kind of able to. It's like you're confined to this building and, you know, obviously these two people are, you know, getting it on a closet or something that they had access to. Then I was like, okay, they just snuck into the closet and jumped them like, you know, while somebody wasn't looking. But yeah, Yeah, it totally didn't get how they got from A to B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, but they did. And so they're able to, um, you know, kind of Buffalo their way escape. out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, could you would have thought they would have maybe shot something where they, the joke would have be that they, those two people were actually hooking up and they were able to catch them and choose right about the whole thing. I mean, or, they, yeah, they sneak in, grab all the gear, and then it just, yeah, yeah, like lock yeah, the door and leave. I would, they would have like, tried to do some kind of little joke with with Princess. If it's a cut, right. it's either it feels like either a cut for time thing, or right. we don't we, we don't want to make this too funny because the rest right. of the episode maybe be, it didn't be too much like, of a tonal yeah. balance thing. Yeah, or something. that might have been the case. They didn't feel like it was too comedic and it wasn't right for the or like scene. hey, we would have had to build an entire other set that we don't have to go home yeah, this. That too. I like this <laughs> section of our podcast where we become Walking Dead detectives and we try to figure out why the show doesn't make sense. It's <laughs> yes. Um, tell us what you think in the Facebook group. Yeah, um, tell us what happened here. Yeah, this is joke funnier than we realize. So they find their way out, and then when they leave, they find this wall of the lost, and it's like this huge bulletin board of people that are looking for like conceivably commonwealth citizens that have loved ones that um uh that 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 are out there missing somewhere and it's like right. hey if you find these people they get uh, like they get the fast pass right um and so princess actually finds one of the cards on the wall and it's um it's 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 a relative of of uh, Yumiko's that's that's looking for her mm-hmm. um and then she's like we have to go like i can't leave we have to go back um and so conceivably again not to spoil what we know in the comics but conceivably this is kind of their their in to um to kind of get out of this detention facility right but that's where we leave the commonwealth group and to be fair to my comments on you to play the other side of it I obviously this is going to develop her character more, so we're sure. going to get more of Yumiko, and I can respect that. It's just that, that for the time being, they they put a lot on to invest me in something that I just don't really know why I'm supposed to be that invested in it. But I'm willing to say, yeah, of course we're going to get more. We've established that she's a lawyer, that she yes. has some person that's in here. Those are things that aren't said for no reason, right? So, so we're back to the tunnel crew, um, and we find that two of the people that were with them um, grabbed a bunch of their gear, ammo, you know, supplies and other stuff and, and bailed. They, they took off 
And of course, yeah. they blame Negan because it's like it's his fault. He sowed the seed of doubt in the in them, and and they took their stuff. And their logic was to not only leave but take everything useful for the rest of the group with them. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is such a that's such a, a screenwriting like ploy. It's like I guess we need to uh-huh. get characters out yeah. here. And nobody noticed. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody noticed that the guy's having yeah, all. Nobody of heard it. anybody, yeah. you know, running with the stuff. With yeah, the and nobody, nobody had any it. packs attached to their body that had any of the others had anything yeah. useful. No. Um, anyway, but then they hear what sounds like a horde coming at them, and they're pretty much at like a dead end. It's like they're at the end where I guess it's the rail cars, it, the the subway cars that are blocked in the tunnel part of the tunnels collapsed oh yeah they've it's hit a, a dead video end video game scene yeah the horde is coming at them they're yeah. trying trying to get through um can't uh so, and <laughs> the subways have windows on them right not the part that are truly truly underground no no not the ones that no deep the back the, the back of those doors i'm pretty sure i saw big windows oh 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 of the car i thought inside. you meant the tunnel oh, yes yeah yeah, I yeah. I was very curious why the guys with big pointy weapons and things didn't just smash the fuck out of those windows and get inside the subway car. This belabored, we got to climb on top. The thing was bugging me. I don't know. I, maybe I, the only, I couldn't really tell, but maybe since this was obviously they were throwing a crap load of dead bodies, maybe this was some kind of like fortified military subway car that they were using to shuffle stuff down that didn't have the windows, so that the dead couldn't break in or. I don't know. Maybe they were fortified. I, I couldn't really tell, but the, obviously they're trying to get to get in and and couldn't. It, all, all I know is they're trying to open the door and they couldn't. But I'm like, dude, the, just break the window. That's what I kept thinking to myself. And it's, and spoilers for next week. But they get inside the subway. Like I know I know that happens. It's yeah. in the pictures. <laughs> so it's just okay. Fine. The door. The, there was rubble in front of the, in the window. Okay. What? Fine. Go with it. We'll go with that. So, dog takes off. And Daryl dog gets out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Daryl's trying to pick the dog up and literally hoist him up over on the top, and and dog's, dogs like, having none no. of it. So he runs off. Daryl goes after dog. He literally starts crawling. Oh, let me cut in because it was bothering me what you were saying. Because I'm in New York, I should know this. Uh-huh. Those are reinforced glass. The, the okay. that yeah, glass. I was they did it. That too. They did it oh, because sorry. they are always worried about like if there's an earthquake or something like that for it not to shatter so it's not made out of the typical stuff that there that's you go. fair i don't think it'd be like regular glass but i mean i i hear what you're saying who gives a shit about glass i mean roadblock has like a sledgehammer though but fine i'll, I'll go with it well, you know, <laughs> you know, roadblock. so yeah so daryl takes off under the tunnel the rest of them decide they're going to go up and over <clears throat> But, but so dog climbs under rubble into a subway, and Daryl's like, "I'm the same size as dog. I can do that too. I guess that's what he was." <laughs> yeah, I'll shimmy my way through here. <laughs> I'll make it goes, I go. I'm about the third biggest guy in this crew. I can make it that's under right. this, this piece of rubble. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this board. Before we get to what happens, do you hmm. think it was sent? The horde. Yeah, I thought that. Uh, like, where else they come from? I, I guess, no, I guess a different direction, but no, I don't think it was sent. You don't think it was when sent no one else stuff. popped up? I, I thought that at first, if someone else had like popped up behind them, then yes, but then I, well, they, dude, I, I thought it was the dudes them. that took know. off just made a bunch of noise or did something yeah, stupid and stirred that. them up. Yeah. 
Well, all the yelling that Negan and Maggie did didn't probably help either. True. <laughs> oh, sure. They had time to. I those, mean, those tunnels reverberate, right? There's probably plenty yeah, of sound. Probably. Part, I mean, when, when Pippin dropped that helmet down that well, fool of a tool. That woke them all up. Exactly. Okay. Um, so you think it was a naturally occurring herd? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm asking. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm and it, it could it could very well be. I mean, there's a lot of. Obviously, with all that noise and stuff, something's either shifting down there or flooding or collapsing or whatever. So I think they all had a contribution to it. I mean, the yelling, the whole thing with the running away, you know. But as opposed to it being deliberately sent at them, you're saying? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they were deliberate. I wrote that with question mark because I'm thinking, oh, it came pretty quick. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that. I just figured it was just shenanigans that that caused them and the way they play with time i don't know how long they've been walking down this tunnel but it has to be one night like that's the idea right yeah that's the whole that yeah i mean that's why they went under there to begin with i just always you know but an hour or two or you know like yeah yeah who knows i just i'm always humored by how a horde is so silent and then suddenly they're right there and they're they can't escape them that's really convenient yeah (laughs) for the horse (laughs) yeah the silent horde until they're right on you um Ninja zombies. Yes. That's right. So, of course, everybody goes over the top. Negan and Maggie are the last two left. Negan Naturally, goes up. There's only, there's only one way for this to happen. It's actually yeah. yeah. Negan happened to be the last two left behind. Know it. So Maggie is starting to go up, and she can't fully climb up. The zombies are grabbing at her. Negan stands is standing there staring at her, um, just staring. And then, of course, Maggie yells to Negan. She's like, Negan! And then he stares for a couple seconds more and then turns away. Now, yeah, thinking about it. and that's that's the episode. Now, right. I think this is the, I mean, I'll, we'll get a speculation for next week. I, I don't I obviously none I, of us I, think Maggie's dead. Let's go right there. I, right now. I, <laughs> I'll go one further than that. I think Negan was going to grab something to lower down to her to grab on to help her climb up. Like, right. I don't think Negan was walking away as in F you, you know, you, you can just die, you know. I, I don't think that. I think, I think he was. He's. I think he's grabbing something to to either to to save her or, or he's going to jump down, go back in the inside, open the door from the. I don't know. Like I don't think that he's letting. She whiz, Russ. Why would they cut it to look like Negan did that at the dun, end, dun, end dun. of an episode? <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I I hear what you're saying, and I. I can see that being an option. It didn't seem like he had the most urgency to run, you know, to walk back a different direction to grow, grab something. It just felt like he was. I, I think it's more of a means to an ends. Uh, it's not about being evil. It's more about being convenient for him, which speaks to what Daryl's getting at as far as her being an irritation. Like, if there's going to be this constant tension, he's taking the. For me, yeah. it seems like he one option could be he's taking the easier way out. As far as instead of trying to make where, you know, uh, 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 make it up to her, apologize, do it, you know, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Repr- not reprimands. Make so amends. Make amends. Thank you. And he never did. Yeah. Instead of trying like working his ass off to make re- make amends, mm-hmm. instead I was thinking reparations. Like that's not a good word. No. Um, <laughs> it, he's just like you know what. Let's just cut our losses here. I, I, I'm sick of trying to like be the good guy to make this work. Let's just let her go, and then I can go back to being the Negan that people kind of starting to trust again. That's kind of where my head's at. But in my head was, everybody knows that those are the last two, and if she didn't make it, they're going to assume that it's his fault. 
And so yeah, that's, show, that's I, show bullshit. In I, my I, eyes. <laughs> well, sure. I think he needs to save her in, in order for them to not think that he. It's like, oh, you killed Glenn. Now you killed Maggie. Like you, you. Well, there's no blood on his hands or anything. <clears throat> like they can't say that he did something. But they don't him. know, right? They well, that's well, that's, that's, that's going to. It would be his word against week. nobody. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's the right. drama you need to have at the beginning. Right. Again. But um, I don't. I. It's just because it's it's the pause and the way he. I get it's cut a certain way, but it's like mm. if he wanted to run and grab something, he'd run and grab something. But right. Well, no, it, t- like I think he, makes, he was jacking. I think, I think he wants her to know. Like, that, I think ultimately he's going to save her, her but he, his hands. he wants her to know. Like, look, I could have, you know, I could have let your ass die, but I, I didn't. Like. I, it was within. Like, are, are you saying you think like next week pulls up and it's like immediately he comes back and rescues her? Like yes. that's the first. That's yep. the first shot of the show. Okay. Yep. And I think the pause was there to just let her know, mm-hmm. like you think you know me, but you don't know me. But at the same point in time, like I had it fully within my ability to just walk away and let you let you die. I accept that that's a possibility. I I still I'm still thinking that it is purposeful, but there. That's not to say that I think Maggie's dead, obviously, but I think that it'll it'll come down to another another moment where he'll have to save her. He'll have to really save her, and we'll go from there as far as like proving worth or what have you. Uh, but I do. I've, but I, I I've seen the future, so I won't even spoil. <laughs> it's a way I I I look at it as too is it's a way for him to save her without him being a hero, right? Because even if he saves her, she's not going to look at him and be like, "Oh, he has changed." No, like they're they're still she's still going to they're still going to know where each other stand, even if he does. So yeah, there's going to be right. some she's kind just, of saving that goes on. I I recognize sure. that to some. I'm, I'm just curious about when it happens, and you think it's more immediate than I do. I think we shall see. Mm. <clears throat> and that's the episode. That's where we land. So. Busters for this week, Daryl. How many busters you give this episode? Uh, I enjoyed the heck out of this episode. I give it uh, four and a half out of five. I I really dug it. The the story got me compelled to to watch it from from the beginning to the end. So yeah, I dug it. Mister Dietz, I give it also four point five. I thought it was a strong start to the season. I liked the little Mission Impossible opening for the MREs. That was cool. I know I wasn't here to talk about that, but I thought that was a good sequence. Um, we agree. Okay, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm with the consensus because you know that's really what matters to me. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I You're thought wrong. the whole subway thing was right out of a video game. Which I okay, <laughs> and I really, I just didn't. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So four and a half. Mr. Newarth? I'm at a four. Like, I like this episode quite a bit as far as, like, getting me going as far as, oh, yeah, back in the Walking Dead world, whatnot. I like, you know, seeing some of these characters again, obviously. I, I'm i curious, like, given, given that it's called, we've already met, played around with the idea that it's called part one. I'm curious, like, what the part, why it needs to be part two and not just, like, another episode. Like, I want to see if there's a real fulfilling of this arc to like necessitate this being a two-parter thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of like holding some reservations as far as that goes. And then, I mean, there's just little stuff like the whole random um, 
uh, Commonwealth escape plan that just didn't make much sense to me. Little, little things like holding it back or whatnot. But in terms of like just an exciting episode, I really liked what was going on here. You mentioned the direction a lot, and I agree with you. I think the you know the production and the you know, the score and the, the way it's edited together, I think, came together really well. So it's, it's certainly a strong season opener. I really I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm going to give I it. To ask really quick. I'm sorry, Russ. Real quick, we mentioned the direction and everything because I was here for that before. Did it seem like the subway stuff had like some color saturation going on? Because it kind of like looked texturally different than it normally does to me. It's very cool. Um, it's very cool. Yeah, it was just yeah. exactly. It was like very just. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just wanted to ask. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, good. Uh, I'm going to give the four and a four point five. Also, I again, I think the production, direction, editing. Um, is really kind of what the uptick was for me over the the kind of the the a couple little shortcomings that we saw. But yeah, I'm strong open uh, for the season. I was really concerned about where they were going to go, and you know whether or not the the you know things were going to kind of start off um, on a on a good footing. I really like that they're going head on with the. Um, with the Negan and the Maggie stuff. Cause again, like you said, Jim, I didn't want this to be like, Oh, we're four episodes in and they're still just sneering at each other. That, that would have gotten old real quick. So yeah, I think, I think they're going in the right direction and um, here we go. Beginning of the end. Um, now uh, you, went, you went over why it's named Acheron, right? The, uh, the episode, what Acheron yeah, is. I mentioned okay. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's what we thought about this week's episode. Um, what did the face group, Facebook group have to say about Asheron Part 1? Well, you mean uh, the Facebook group at facebook.com uh, slash group slash WDTV podcast? The same one. That same. Facebook group? Okay. Well, we did get some uh, some cool Buster ratings this week from some of our Star Wars listeners. Thank you guys for writing in. Greatly appreciate it as the new season kicks off. Johnny Stower starts us off with, I loved it. It's going to be a good season, I think. Cool. Love the optimism there. Uh, Mike Jones, five. Exhibit A of why the show should not be ending out of five. I really expected Negan to play the long game or, or possibly even be a good guy. Instead, he goes right for the jugular about Glenn and leaves Maggie to die. As far as all the Commonwealth stuff goes, Princess was the best part of it. I really hope she makes it out alive and ends up on one of the other shows. Hmm. Okay. See your guy go world beyond uh, crew. That would be fun. Uh, Mary Terpecchia. Five still is a better subway system than New York City out of five. Uh, it was a great return, and there wasn't uh, much that disappointed. I'm on Team Negan for this episode. As for the Commonwealth, I loved every interaction with Princess, my new favorite. Looking forward to the season and a bit sentimental that it's the last. That's okay. We got more content coming, Mary. Uh, Derek Powell. 4.5 Negan's Redemption Tour being derailed out of 5. As soon as we think Negan will redeem himself and be a hero, Walking Dead goes Walking Dead, and I love it. Finally listened to every podcast episode, and now I will start participating. Never liked nerdy shows or comics, but after years of my wife begging me to give Walking Dead a try, I am now obsessed. Print back Jordan. Oh, wow, Jordan from Jersey. Uh, as often, is Jordan from Austin now. Um, yeah. He's doing swell. Um, Richard Chopper, Cherry Charrington. Five has been made even harder for us to watch in the UK out of five. It originally aired on Fox Channel here, which has now disappeared, and is now airing on the streaming site Disney+. Plus. Wow. So I now subscribe to Netflix, Amazon, and now Disney, as well as my TV service. So this season better be worth it. From the first showing, it looks like it will be. And Princess is my new favorite. 
I like how there was a Troy Bunny rabbit in the first episode of the final season, just like there was in the first episode of the first season. Great to have you guys back and look forward to hearing the podcast. Wow, they're showing The Walking Dead on Disney Plus in the UK. On the, yeah, the star thing. Wow, it's crazy. Um, Brent Jones wrote in with three zombie soldiers out of five. The opening mission seemed too foolish, in my opinion. They're experts at this, and repelling in with no other exit does not seem like a move that they would make. Uh, Love Negan t- leaving Maggie, but struggle to believe she allowed him on the mission to begin with. Hmm. They did a good job with the Commonwealth story, except explaining why, what's her name, wanted to stay. Didn't realize it was her brother, you mean Yumiko. Uh, didn't realize it was her brother until Talking Dead. Maybe I missed it. Maggie seems to be bad luck everywhere she's ever been. Has wound up in ruins from the farm onward. Maybe Negan was right. And those are our um, Buster ratings that were given to us this week for the first episode. If you, too, would like to uh, achieve podcasting fame and have your Buster review read on our show, then by all means, join the group. It's the Walking Dead TV podcast group on the Facebook.coms and send us your comments as well. Excellent. Well, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, so, where can folks find you elsewhere on the internet, Mr. Daryl Taylor? Uh, well, uh, you can find me on Nothing's On uh, every week, uh, unless there's a storm or something, uh, with uh, Jim and Donnie. Or you can find me uh, talking about Batman on Gotham by Geeks with uh, with Russ and, and Hassan. Um and uh, or just go to Taylor Network podcast and and check out all the podcasts that are on that network. Aaron Newworth, you can find me co-hosting my own podcast with my friend Abe on Out Now with Aaron and Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases and we do commentary tracks. We just did one for Candyman in honor of the upcoming film Candyman, which we're excited to talk about. I write my Walking Dead write-ups for We Live Entertainment. You can find those there, along with my other movie reviews. I write for Why So Blue, for Blu-ray and Criterion Reviews. And I just put up a new Variety article about Don't Breathe 2. Um, you can find that on the internet. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron Spears. <laughs> Jim Dietz? Oh, oh, Don't Breathe 2. I heard it had good sound mixing. So. It, yeah, the sound is excellent. Let me tell you I'm something. I'm sure that, that part is really good. I've it's a real good part of that movie. It's, it's the rest of has the problems. Um, yeah. You can check me out on Nothing's On every week with Daryl and Donnie, like Daryl said, over on the Taylor Network Podcast.com. Also, we're going to be spinning out a DC TV podcast pretty soon because uh, Lois, or Superman Lois just ended and Flash just ended. We have a lot of things to talk about over there. So you can check that out also at Taylor Network Podcast.com. And you can check me out on Twitch at Yoda Jones. I've been uh, streaming over there intermittently. Uh, last time it was Baldur's Gate 3. I'm not sure what it'll be next time. you have to tune in and find out. Excellent. And you can stay tuned right here, hhwlod.com, for this here podcast, uh, as well as any specials that pop up. And like Daryl said, over at Walking Dead TV podcast, or uh, over at Gotham by Geeks, um, where we just wrapped up uh, Long Halloween Part 2, which is a lot of fun. So check that out. Um, oh, that was so good, man. Yes. Yes, it was. Really enjoyed it. <clears throat> Did you guys talk about the Blue Beetle thing after it, too? No. Oh. No, because I rented it through Amazon, and they didn't have the oh, uh, okay. the short okay. with it. So. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so there you have it. Um, all right. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we will be back next week for 
Asheron Part 2. So, until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, you'll never know three minutes of this podcast went on pause so we could watch Spider-Man No Way From Home. (laughs) 